0: Today on our show... We are counting down the worst eight television shows since the podcast began in 2015.
1: Damn right. By the way, is it top eight?
0: Top eight. Worst eight. <laughs> I did ten, but we're
1: going to only okay. mention eight. Wicked. Okay. That's Wayne's got two
0: mentions off the bat. <laughs> what a great organized podcast. Why would you listen to anything else? <laughs> Let's do this. Show me that list again. Show me that list.
1: Don't pick that horror. Baby, here's a rom-com down 1 to we'll ten. This list is ready to begin
2: oh, 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 as long as
1: we've got some dick jokes we we've got the audience right in our hands Paulie, you and me We gotta be the luckiest dick Cause you know that we're assholes As long as we keep on listing we can take any topic comes our way, as we'll week to week, so my day. we got each other, sharing the soundboard and ball. <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 422 of the Countdown Podcast. My name is Wayne.
0: My name is Paul. And I apologize yet again for that opener. I thought I deleted it, but no, <laughs> I haven't. And what better way to kick off a month of the show that's in celebration of the last eight years. Eight Most years death. of the Countdown podcast, previously the Countdown, Colin, movie and TV reviews <laughs> podcast, now just the Countdown podcast. And so we're going back to our roots and we're doing two weeks, two, weeks, two episodes on Television That's this right. week, the worst of the, worst the whole of. idea was Wayne, it was the top eights and worst eights. You forgot that. Power, I remember completely. I just, I'm so used to doing 10. You yeah, know? yeah, fair enough. Do, we've never done eight before, we've done a couple of fives for a very couple of different topics. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but this is the first time we've ever done eight. So, well, like in it. honor like of that, it. worst eight next week, we do the top eight TV shows of the same era, and then we'll move on to film for the fortnight after that. Now, Wayne. That's pretty straightforward. Sure. Nothing for us. As long as we had seasons of that show in since two thousand fifteen through to this point in time, it, it is eligible. Josh Ragland did suggest patron to the show and long term listener did suggest. I wonder how many shows from early two thousands Wayne will have on his list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had to check all of this shit and I'll tell you one oh thing. Oh my god, you check shit. Well, if the show started before, you know, that's like fine. 2016, as long
0: as, as, as I had it continued
1: yes, into twenty sixteen yes. and beyond,
0: then that's fine. I, I hundred As long as the seasons we're particularly focusing on are in that era, so if it's like, oh, all the best shit or worst shit was in that, then it came really good. I can't think of a single show that would fall into that category. If it's still running in the last eight years, it's a villain. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. But uh, we do have some feedback for this week in terms of what we're going to name this month. Of the show, which you've already read if you're listening to this and you've looked at the show notes, which is where it will be. But uh, here is the feedback relating to that.
2: Who wants a recap? Who? Who, 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 who? who wants a recount?
1: Who, 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 who? who wants a recount? who, 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 who?
2: Who wants a recount?
0: <laughs> Recounting last week's comments Paul what did we get? Well we had a bit of feedback about last week's show the top 10 stoner films. Mm. now we don't have the vote yet because it only just comes out before we record so we'll have that one next week on who won the list but This one came from Joe Blackmore, who said, Just listened to episode 420, and I consider myself something of an expert in the stoner community. And boys, where is Half-Baked, Dazed and Confused, How High, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, or Friday? These are essential stoner movies, my friends. I love the show and consider myself a friend of the pod. Gotta give you some shit sometimes. Thanks always for making me laugh. My man. Thank you for that, Joe. We totally get where you're coming from, and at least I can explain most of that by saying I've seen none of them except Dazed and Confused.
1: Right now, for me, uh, I can understand your 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 you know consternation because uh, half baked is a tenet of any stoner and any stoner film advocate because Dave Chappelle did it and it was uh, one of his first few films. Okay, and yada yada yada. Now, I I came to it very late when I saw it and I probably wasn't baked upon seeing it, which was my error. Hence, I wasn't that impressed. But Ashley came back to us right and said, "I can't believe because of this, this." So maybe I'll give it another go at some stage.
0: Yeah, look, and for myself, Days Confused. I just don't like Richard Linklater films and I don't like yeah, the you lack don't. of the lack of story arc or or any purpose. It's just, you know, bits and pieces strung together. There's yeah. some memorable moments in that film, don't get me wrong, but the Ben Affleck of it all. Yeah, yeah, but for for me, yeah, it just doesn't just doesn't cut it. So Yeah, no. I know you don't all like that. All right, those. all right, all right. Yeah, see,
1: yeah. that's yeah, that's and also that's quite an old film. Like it, you know, if you come to it now ish, you're not gonna have the same problem with it. So go ahead.
0: All right. Then on to the big topic at hand, which is what are we going to call this month of the show? We put it out there to the listeners and we had a couple of early responses here from I think it was Timothy Williams and Chef Ben Randall from the Weeds podcast. And they said like the crazy eights and the Grateful flight. But then I left the poll open deliberately for the first time ever. In the Facebook, community link the only place you can vote for such things. <laughs> and we had a whole bunch of people, including Wayne, you put in a few yourself. which <laughs> I put in a few which I was working on, but I actually like the other ones better. I didn't mind. Didn't mind some of yours, you had a better eight than never. I don't mind that one at all, actually. And had we come up with it ourselves, I probably would have said to <laughs> green light that one. Can't hardly eight. <laughs> I liked that one the most,
1: but that's because of the general love for a lot of you. Would think. Eight of the art,
0: heaven can <laughs> eight. Magic <laughs> magic eight bowls came from Chef Baron, or eight isn't enough from Chris O'Neill. And then Ain't They Great from Paul Murphy. And then the one that won by a long, long way, which does off 67 votes, to give you an idea, five for the crazy eights, 13 for the grateful eight, three, Ain't They Great. I uh, don't think anything else. I think one of them had two, can't hardly eight. But the <laughs> one that won by an overwhelming 39 votes came from Sam Hurley from the Sam movie reviews Early. in 20Q's podcast out of New Zealand. And patron of the show, thank you, Sam, for this one, said, eight all the asses. Which... Of course. Of course, is a reflection on the soundboard. And so just in case you're wondering what the fuck this is all on about. No one's wondering.
1: Eat my ass! <laughs> Eat all the asses, man!
0: <laughs> yes, that is a soundboard drop that Paul likes a lot. Yeah, if and so listen, can... the listeners. Let's be clear here. <laughs> so now we can't put eight all the asses in a title of the podcast and can't can, Apple we can. not Absolutely shit themselves.
1: Ampersands, dollar, yeah. sign, dollar so sign I will e, put it in sign.
0: the byline write up of, you know, Eight All the asses part one. Okay, or I'll something put it like in the that. graphic too. Yeah, okay, you can put it in the graphic, no worries. I don't think because that has no the, repercussions yeah, do for Apple in terms of releasing. So hopefully this won't be scrubbed from the internet like they did sure one episode a long way in the past. Bastards. Okay, that's the recount for this week. Let's get into it then. On the other side of this
2: music cue, the worst television show since the podcast began. Together, we can make a difference that's been the sign off for everything live stream for the cure related ever since the event began back in 2017 hello everyone my name is nick and i am the host of the live stream for the cure an annual charity event to raise money for the cancer research institute for immunotherapy research for a world immune to cancer and over the past six years we've made that difference together amazing listeners, amazing viewers, amazing podcast partners and content creators all coming together, and we've raised over $70,000. But this year, we're going to make our biggest difference to date, and we're going to raise $25,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Tune into the event at twitch.tv slash for the cure starting May 18th as we're joined again by podcast partners and content creators from around the world to help the Cancer Research Institute Crush cancer. Together we will make a difference.
1: Wait a minute. (laughs) hi right there. Hey, Paul chose to play that, everyone, so I don't know what the fuck is on his list. This is gonna be fucked up, people. Alright, okay, okay. since
0: the Vol- podcast <interpreting film ilk> I've already ruffled some feathers. <slowed down> some <sighs> Bloody hell. <toes> Woo, baby. We're All gonna right. find out what's gonna happen this week. Wayne, take us away there. What is the eighth worst show we've had to or you've tried to endure since the podcast started?
1: Okay. This is the most recent one on my list, as in it happened this year. Okay. okay. I don't know if you've heard of this or not, Paul, but it's a TV show, an animated show called Velma. I have heard of
0: it. I've seen the poster. I've not given it a shot.
1: Okay, so check it out, right? It is, in fact, what you might think, people. Velma is a retelling... Of the Scooby-Doo character, Velma. From... Dinkley is her name. Uh, from the Scooby-Doo franchise. And it is an animated show. And it's got Mindy Kaling in it. And Russell Peters is... They're all doing voices and stuff, okay? And also Glenn Howerton from fucking... How I, was it, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All these folks are in there. So that's why I checked it out, okay? And I didn't know anything about it. All I knew was that it was supposed to be her origin story. And it was a totally different take. Now... They have done that, and they've done the following subversions, among others. One, Velma is not the white Jinkies girl that she was in Scooby-Doo. She's now of Indian descent. That's fine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I hate Mindy Kaling, so that's a problem. <laughs> All right? Like, from the ever since The Office, I'm like, nah. And uh, Daphne, who is the Ranga hot yep. woman. Yep. Well, she's of course you think that. Yes. Well, she's still a Ranga, but Paul, now she's Asian. Okay. So maybe you'll like her. Um <laughs> Shaggy is an African-American, and he isn't even called Shaggy. He's got a whole different name. And Mm. Fred is still white and blonde. So what is interesting, I would say, about this film is that – sorry, film show – is that (laughs) it is actually like R-rated. There's titties in it, Paul. What? There's titties in a Scooby-Doo-esque thing. And I will tell you this. The one good thing about it, other than I guess, no, the titties are actually um, they're actually uncon- they're disconcerting because you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah, I'm it's, not, it's not prepared for it's this. It's not nipple, it's titty and ass. It's like it's weird because it's all like girls in a shower, it's just shit like that happens, okay. And the Daphne and Fred part is funny. That writing is funny, but what isn't funny or good is that Velma is wholly unlikable. Oh, like she's really a bit of a brick, and whoa. she's. It has the show has plenty of attitude and style, I guess. But what it doesn't have is the first clue how to turn this subversion into an engaging, fun show. It ends up being kind of annoying and weird. And, and Mindy not, Kaling created this. I don't know if she created it, but she's the she's the oh, lead. Oh, she's Delma. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you, do you ever see a TV, uh, an animated MTV show called Daria? I've heard of it. Yeah. So this is like she's a hateful, biting, vengeful version of Daria, and so there's but but with no character growth. So. Mm. It ends up being like this really, like... It's it's very, very odd, and the entire internet hates it. Like, it's just didn't work out. Yeah, I, saw it, I out. saw it on
0: multiple lists of the worst TV shows of, yeah. this, of this millennium, so...
1: I mean, I expected to like it because of all the sort of racy humour, but I'm amazed that it doesn't work. And it's really weird. You should actually check out an episode of it to go, what is this? It's really weird. Yeah, the
0: idea does seem to gel on paper that... People who watched Scooby Doo when we were young, you know, we're now in our 40s and therefore we want racier, more edgy kind of content.
1: I believe what they're doing here is because they've changed all the characters in such sort of a dramatic way, they are actually looking for the youth market. And they're saying, if we make it edgier for that youth market, oh, okay. maybe it'll be like this. Because it's going to offend people like you and apparently me. So um, People like me, is it going to offend me? Well, I don't give a shit if they change it People are age right, what I say. Because yeah. you know uh-huh. I mean? if we're looking to get like the old thing and then come back to this new thing, maybe it'll piss us as off. As long as I know
0: what I'm in for, then that doesn't sound like a bad sort of version at all. But if I didn't know, if I was going to expecting to see, just I've, and then Phil, why would they do it? Why would they just do another version of Scooby-Doo with Velma being Velma?
1: Yeah, and I, I exactly, and it's like that. So I would be remiss not to mention one of our listeners, Brianna Petty, mm-hmm. one of our patrons, in fact, who once. Wants- Hello, Brianna. Hello, Brianna, who wants dressed up as Velma, and it's really hot. So that- <laughs> <laughs> So if anyone doesn't know, go uh, ahead. That's, that's, I don't that's, have
0: the appropriate thing up on the soundboard, but trust me, whatever is mean. an appra- inappropriate <laughs> comment.
1: Well, that's the Velma I like. This one, not so much. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Shout out,
0: all right, fair enough, Mark. My number eight then is from a TV show which has been a bit forgotten even though it did have a third season which I did not watch. so back in the first year of the show, this was at both our number one's worst TV show of the year. It was true detective season two. Oh,
1: shit, that sucked, didn't it? Oh,
0: did it ever. So we lost Carrie Joji Fukunaga mm-hmm. as the directorial kind of overseer, I guess, but we still had Nick Pizzolato writing this season. And it is just really... They didn't want to do just another version of the excellent first season, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey story. Really, really cool. If you've never watched the first it was season... The first season was outstanding. Yeah. Perfect pacing, perfect length, really creepy in places with a couple of great call them action sequences if you will Oh, the one in, shot the one the shot <laughs> whatever episode it was somewhere in mid season this one though just some rich dude gets murdered and so three different areas of the police get involved so there's Taylor Kitsch and there's Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell and Rachel and, McAdams yep, and then meanwhile on the side Vince Vaughan is playing this this criminal dude who also decides to investigate it because he was losing money over this shit so it just crawled.
1: Oh, this whole thing was like, what the fuck is so this show? So
0: boring. So badly played. No supernatural elements whatsoever. It's like, oh, no, we don't do that. We don't do this. And it sucked, but it didn't kill the franchise dead because we got another third Did you third see the season. Blade no, one? No, I swore on that. Not swore. I said, oh, I'm not checking it out. Unless I've got good reason to go back to it. My wife, now wife, then girlfriend watched it and she enjoyed the third season, but I couldn't bring myself back to do it.
1: So the third season had Mahashala Ali in Did. it. Yep. And I think I started watching it and for reasons not to do with the show I just fell away from it, like ha sometimes happens, but I remember thinking this is much more promising, but never got to it.
0: And there is a rumored season four in the works, but that's been for four years now, so COVID. At
1: this stage we're not interested. Yeah.
0: Just Unless like, you know Let it die, Nick. You know, maybe that's your only cash cow you got in your life, in which case you're not gonna let it die, but you boy, put Timothy Oliphant in it, two. then I'll watch it. <laughs> This was such a, as you said, snooze first, boring. No one gave a fuck. I thought no one was particularly good in the role. particularly Vince Vaughn seemed miscast to me. So. You know what
1: pissed me off? I watched every fucking frame of it
0: too. Oh, you saw the whole thing? To, uh, hope, to hope that it was getting ta- better and it never did. I tapped out about episode six, so I'm done. I'm not wasting, yeah, not hope- even wasting two or three or more hours left. I'm not doing it. I call that hero's syndrome. I watched every frame of a piece uh, of shit and I don't know why. Come back to that syndrome before we finish this list today. Oh, dear. Over to you then for your number seven.
1: Righto. My number seven is... I didn't even think they made this kind of show anymore, but apparently I was wrong. Have you ever heard of a sitcom called The Neighborhood, Paul? No. All right, check it out, right? Here's the, here's the cast list. Oh, fuck it. There's only two stars in here. Um, Cedric the Entertainer, whom I love. Max Greenfield uh, is, is from New Girl. He's the token good-looking white man. And then there's a bunch of people I don't know. Now, when's the last time you saw a three-camera sitcom with a laugh track being made? long time I know. This has been this was made in 2018 and it's about the white guy is his family arrived from Michigan and he's like some sort of a communicator like he's like a negotiator guy or whatever and he moves into a predominantly black neighborhood and that's all fine because it seems like it might be amusing and he basically the show is about him realizing that I'm fitting into a new community and that kind of shit, right? (laughs) Sounds fucking weird. It is shit, right? It is wildly shit and when I saw it I was like, wait a minute. Is this is this a current show? It looks like it was made in like fucking 90, 93, But
0: <laughs> the King of Queens.
1: It was oh, it's so shit. And and the laugh track is obviously Ugh. piped in, and the gags are just like boom, 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 boom. Laugh track, but and it's just and it goes on. And this thing has been going for fucking like years, bro. So what? Yeah,
0: it's still on. It's fucking still on, and it is a piece of shit did, now. Did the laugh track say anything like this? Time for the next level. No, you fucking asshole.
1: (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you, (laughs) you shitbird. It sounded way better than this bag of dicks. You're an asshole and you are a bitch. (laughs) So, okay. But I should mention, though, that it's actually almost an oddity to look at this and go, I cannot believe that someone made this. That means, Paul, it's still on, mind you. So that means there's an audience for this. There are people who want a three-camera
0: laugh track show. Mm, Okay. Is that your your take on the neighborhood done? Most definitely. My number seven, it, this is a TV show which started out so well in 2016 and it wrapped up last year with its final season, season five. And each season is inarguably worse than the season that came before it. till wow. we get to season five, which is one of the worst, most putrid pieces of shit that I sat through. All of it, because now- Hero syndrome. Hero syndrome. I've gone far enough here. I have to see That's it. That's it.
1: Yeah, you're completionist about
0: Whereas it. Whereas Heroes, I tapped out. By the end Clever of season two, man, this one search party. Oh, is this yeah. shit? Well, it started well. I heard good things about this show. I think I probably talked about it in a good way early on in its in its arc, and it just got worse and worse and worse to the point where it was complete ass. What's that about? Look, ostensibly, the show starts with Alia. Is Ali Shawcat?
1: Uh Seems familiar. Sounds man,
0: Yeah, and three of her friends, her boyfriend. Drew and then her gay best mate and uh, another woman who's wanting to become a TV star or, or a movie star. Right. They are for very shallow, very, very assholish, I guess millennial. I'm not, when did oh, okay. start? Stop, the young folks. They're in that thirty-one, thirty-two 32 age bracket, somewhere in there. Yeah, okay. What, what that would that put them as? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And a girl who they went to college with, none of them were friends with, didn't like her very much. She disappears. And... Ali Shawcat, she decides that I need to find out she becomes obsessed about it because it fills a hole in her life, which the show sort of paints in. And she drags her friends along they become the search party looking for this friend. Okay. And the mystery of what happened to her and how it all plays out is quite intriguing and engaging and interesting. Do you get the answer by the end of season one? Yeah, you do. All right. And then they have to reset and go again in season two. And that's okay. And it goes in this very dark direction. In season three... Yeah, there's still some things here to enjoy and I'm not hating it. Season four, I'm like, whoa, we've dropped off a cliff here in terms of where we've gone. Mm. Massive for every season that precedes it now and so we just going to have to talk in vagaries. But season five, they have completely given the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They're hinging everything on Jeff Goldblum being a, a guest star <laughs> in this season. And even Jeff Goldblum, being Jeff Goldblum, he can't save it. Oh, okay, now, now we've got problems. Fucking blows. It's wow. not funny. And by this stage after, I think it's, eight to ten episodes per season. These characters are so grating because there's not a fucking redeemable element about any of them. They are all complete shitheads who are just out for themselves. And that's funny to a point, but then it gets grating because these are people you're following the whole way along. I'm going against the grain when I say this. The... Fucking critics love this show. Do they? Well, they did initially. I'm not sure okay. if I loved it as much by the end. But, oh, hey, hailed yeah, is one of the better shows. That's it. I had heard good things Ed about fucking it. fucking sucks. Search party. Do not bother looking for it.
1: Wow. Okay. See what I did good there? to know. Oh, I see. Well done. <laughs> well done, old man. Uh, okay, good. Well, from one piece of shit, which started well, to a piece of shit that's always been a piece of shit. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Great segue. Mm. <laughs> Now, as you know, Paul, I'm a big Friends fan, Mm -hmm. and I will generally give anything those six people do a go, okay? Now,
0: Please let it be a show starting with Jay.
1: Oh, it's not Joey. But you're on the right track, because it's a show called Man with a Plan, starring Matt LeBlanc.
0: Oh, wow. I've never even heard of this one. The only reason
1: Joey didn't make it is because I don't think it fits in the last eight years.
0: Oh, was that before that? It's well before. (laughs) Sorry. So Man with a
1: Plan started in 2016. Mm
0: -hmm. Never even heard of it. What's it about?
1: Oh, God. All right. So here's... I'm sure that this is how the Hollywood system
0: works. Okay, anyone who is in a popular show, and Friends is probably the arguably the most popular. Can you imagine sitcom. how we would have, how many people would have upset? How we started with Friends as a theme song That's not for the last eight years.
1: You would have upset me. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> that would be worth it. You'd have be like, take it And <laughs> I'd have been no,
1: <laughs> bitch. Um. Okay. So, man, with so here it is, right? If you have any kind of kudo, like credit, or uh, well, whatever, star power. They'll take you, and they'll stick you in something and see what happens. That's what's happened here. Matt LeBlanc is in this show, and it's about fucking... He plays Andy Burns, and he decides to return to work. Uh, sorry, the, his, sorry his, his his wife is Andy Burns. She decides to re- return to work and make a career. And as a result, her husband, Adam, who is Matt LeBlanc, has to parent three unruly children. That's what it is. <laughs> all right? It's like he's Mr. Mom. And Oh, great, yeah. But he also runs a business as a contractor or some bullshit, right? Now, when you watch this, right? I had... Now, here's an example of another three-camera sitcom laugh track bullshit show. But the quality of it, the actual low-ass quality of it is actually starkly like, shocking. You're like, holy shit. I don't think they even shot on film, Paul. Whoa. I don't know what's going on. But it's like, what is this video-looking piece of shit? And here's the most <laughs> surprising fucking thing. It got four seasons. And Matt LeBlanc received an Emmy <laughs> What? Because apparently the world has gone to hell, Paul. Bullshit. It's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Well, among the worst things I've ever seen. And it's—I'm sure that Matt needs another house. Or
0: oh, he to send his grandkids to college.
1: His exactly. Okay. So I get it. I get why
0: you did it. But to watch this as a viewer, it's actually. Well, it's, the fact that it's critically acclaimed. So either <sighs> you didn't. Well, maybe a bit like Search Pay. maybe he's the. Maybe dude.
1: I'm not getting it. Yes, Paul. Maybe, maybe the same I'm for not. Me. But like I remember watching the three episodes when it came out. I was like, oh my God, Joey's in something. Because let me tell you something. He's in another show called Episodes, which, I, which might appear on my list next week. All right. It's amazing. Mm. Okay. All right. So he's got it. He's just signed on to this bag of dicks. But hey, apparently he won because he must have got millions and millions from four seasons and an Emmy nod, which maybe so he it didn't ran even get for four years. Plans. Four years, bro. Oof. So it only ended in COVID. So who knows why, right? So I well, mean, ended in COVID. Yeah, like, right? ended in 2020. So I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe this. So yeah, man with a plan. It's like, it's the epitome of what's wrong with television,
0: network TV. All right. Well, from that show to a show which I think is the epitome of what's wrong with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh oh. And I could have taken my fucking pick here. In fact, this list arguably could be from fucking Woe or go to Woe. It could be Marvel TV shows. But I picked the one that I think is the worst. I think the one that sucked the hardest. And it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What a piece of shit. Thank God it was a one season limited event. Because this thing, I know it was affected by COVID. I know that it got you know, had to have reshoots and everything else, had to tone things back because of what was happening around all that stuff. Nevertheless, this is a messy, cobbled-together season which does not gel, nor at any point feel interesting or engaging enough given that we're deciding who's going to wear the mantle of Captain America by the end of it. I could give a shit. You could throw this fucking shield in the air and whichever of them climbed on the other one's shoulders to catch it, that would have been more fucking entertaining Imagining like a bouquet short throwing at a wedding for to all these single women in the crowd, that would have been better than this piece of shit six hours.
1: Okay, I understand. And look, I will probably agree with you that this, of the Marvel shows of that era. I mean, the current this, era, it's still going. It's, yeah, okay. It's, still, it's the shittest of them all. Here's the the
0: only good thing... Why he looked really weary I was... No, no, he, all that he, stuff.
1: Here's, the, here's the good... There's, the, like, two good things about this. The, there's a couple fights where, between the three of them, like the the Kurt Russell son and the fucking Winter Soldier and uh, Anthony Mackie, that were kind of good, right? But, I had to sit through six hours for that shit, man. Yes, I agree. It is not worth it. And I'll tell you something else, Paul. Anthony Mackie was so the wrong choice. All right? I said it. You I want, said you it. You want
0: the Winter Soldier.
1: I wanted the Winter Soldier because you know what? If you come from... Captain America, Chris Evans, just bang, de Armas, kind of that guy, all right? <laughs> Him, he was a super soldier. He was Chris Evans. His trilogy in the Marvel Cinematic so I said this many times, is the best of all three, all of them, uh, pound for pound, in my opinion. So, you then pass it on to a just normal human dude. He has no superpowers. And you think a Batman fan like me would say cool. But guess what? He ain't doing half that shit. He cannot fill that mantle. And I'll tell you one other thing. That white costume of his
0: looks like shit. It does. Whatever that mask It's puffy. It makes him look Ooh. fat. He probably worked out to I'm look more fat. Concerned about the fucking mask and whatever. But anyway. yeah, it's, it's comic book accurate, but that is not always a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. I thought the action here, mostly, other than one, maybe one scene I can think of off the top of my head, was poor the lengthy exposition scenes to link shit together because you've lost it. And I think the way they did Dirty by Sha- Sharon Car- Carter's character, is that her name? That was the most interesting thing about it. They no, made her a bad guy. No, the <laughs> most interesting thing about it was when Baron Zemo came back and briefly lit up the show. Oh, for that's a, true, actually. Here's the episode, right. give or take. But whatever that turn was, like, where the fuck did that come from and who gives you shit about it? Turns out this is the fucking template by which they did all their other TV shows, half-assing it and hoping that we'll put all our interest into the cinema side of things with possible exception for me of Loki, I know you love Hulk, Hawkeye. That better not be on the list next week, for fuck's sake. It is now, fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> not, you know what though? There was
1: an and not to whatever for whatever reason. But they, I remember when they were producing this. Initially, the bad guys were Ukrainian and they had to fucking write around it and cut it out so, to do so. at least
0: they made that effort versus Operation Ruse to Crap where they didn't even bother to edit it out <laughs> in the end.
1: They just waited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, who cares? The war's been going on so long. Now people are numb to it. Let's just release this shit.
1: Well, there was also, I think, actually, sorry. I'm not sorry. I, maybe it wasn't the Ukrainian. The, the plot line was that there was a... Uh, a bioweapon. No, that's right. I was going to say. It and a- they had to write around it. That's what it was. Yeah. They had to write around that and it fucked a lot of the things up. Look, it, was, it even, wasn't it was good.
0: Even the redhead sort of seemingly villain, initial villain, she was terrible. The
1: the worst thing about that was that there's this whole scene where Anthony Mackie is trying to talk to her and he's seeing her point of view and then he throws in Ugh. with her. And at the end, Anthony Mackie does this bullshit... Speech, this real fucking Pollyanna, fucking Mary Sue, fucking mm-hmm. speech that's supposed to sway the entire, you know, do better, people. I'm like, motherfucker, kiss my ass. <laughs> Captain America doesn't talk; he throws shields. So don't be a bitch. So I don't, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <Waves one>. like...
2: <laughs> what is your major <laughs> malfunction, nuts
1: Yeah. Oh uh, god, no, no, I know how
0: you feel. Uh, look, fair enough. That's all a, that's all right. Bible. What have you got for your number five? How I Met Your Father. Yeah, I didn't watch this one. I did, unfortunately, Paul. You wore me off it, and I guess I was wary, and that was enough for me. Here's the but thing, But please right? tell us. No,
1: no, I'm, I'm not going to say to you that How I Met Your Mother was the best show. All that happened with How I Met Your Mother is it had the best character, Barney, and I loved him. Everyone else was a bitch. Right? Oh, come
0: on. There's another great character. Ted
1: Mosby's the biggest pussy in the whole world. Ted Mosby's the planet. worst
0: main character going around, for sure. But I think everyone else had absolute moments of greatness, particularly Marshall. Yes,
1: Marshall is the second best guy. Robin. Yeah, she's hot. So the... Um, <laughs> But that show had its own charm even though the thing that was worst about like how I met your mother was that everything was like you're learning a lesson at the end. Yeah, fuck off. All right, but it was funny because uh because bunny, right? Basically. This show here, you got Hillary Muff doing like uh, the the Hillary lead Muff stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, no, no I didn't, I didn't. here's the thing, right? I was actually excited to see. Oh, maybe it's a modern gender reverse take on my beloved-ish show. Right? <laughs> my lukewarmly appreciated beloved show. show. Right? It's got no charm, and it's got no funny shit, and there's no rec- like. Here it is, right? So the Hilary Duff is Sophie. She's a photographer who's best friends with this girl named Valentina, and she's got a bunch of friends. And basically, the only real throwback to. The original is that they are in the same apartment that was, and it's actually revealed at the end of the first episode that they're in the apartment that Ted Marshall and Lily once lived in, and that even the swords are left from the whole from the last show. That is fine; it's a highlight of the first episode. But everything else is, it's like I think the only interesting thing I can say about it is that it has a commentary on modern dating because everything revolves around technology. So Sophie has been on a slew of bad Tinder dates, and that's what it talks about. But the problem is that. Where Ted, bad as he is, his character was hopeful and maybe a little naive, and so you could maybe throw in with him trying to find love. It feels like Sophie is just sad. That's what it is. And so, as a result, you have no... Like, it's a melancholy story for her somehow. It makes it a lot less fun to watch, and none of the gags hit as well. So, it is an
0: absolute piece of shit. The bottom line is, if your comedy show is not funny, clearly you are picking on comedy today, because are we three or four, or four or four from your comedy takes? Pretty much, because, you know, that's my jam. Yeah. Like, if you're not funny and you're meant to be funny, then that's an absolute failure. In the same way that if it's a horror show or, it's or not a scary. film and it's not scary or it's not exactly. disturbing or it's not, you know, really puts you in your comfort, outside your comfort zone, it's a failure. Precisely. Precisely.
1: And that's why, yeah, exactly. So, that's why, yeah. But, I mean, again, this one being the, the successor to the one that was successful before, there's is, is even more expectation. It's the same right. creators, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just I think it's still going though. I'm pretty sure it's
0: still going. Okay. Well, good on them. They're obviously making money and whatever else, but I will not check it out. You're not the only person we've got at least one Facebook listener community member who has also waited on saying that one. So there you go. Clearly a good choice. My number five will ruffle many feathers. Not yours though, Wayne. Oh here. You will not care. My number five is the biggest disappointment that I've seen other than my number two in the last eight years of television we have been reviewing on this podcast okay the haunting of hill house (laughs) is very good chance to be on my list next week yep mike flanagan absolutely kicking goals making a genuinely scary show with pathos and characters you can care about talk about it more next week then he made the haunting of bly fucking manor
1: Mm, i never went to this what
0: a piece of shit! really david powell i am talking to you here in your absolute ridiculous defense of anything (laughs) mike flanagan does and indeed, anyone else out there who thinks this is a fucking shadow of how great Hill House was. What happened, Paul? What, show, what is wrong with this thing? It takes the same kind of premise with the many of the same actors and the same type of cinematography and completely fucking screws it. Is it the writing? It's not scary. It's boring as fuck. It's not even its not even really, though there are ghosts in it. It's not even really a horror series. It's a fucking gothic romance dressing itself up as a horror and it's so on the nose, terrible. In ev- I was so bored, I was falling asleep in episodes, having to go back and rewatch them, and then hating myself for even bothering to do that. Really, it is a drag. The mystery in Hill House—I I should stop comparing just to say this show sucks. Sucks. It sucks in a massive way. It put me off Mike Flanagan for life.
1: How many? Is it a lot of episodes? Is like a it's, whole- it's
0: ten or twelve. I can't remember off top of it's a ahead. lot of time it's to too waste. Too many. It's too long. It's too painfully shite, Mm. and I know the defenders of the show have no right of reply right here as we speak, but I would love to get on a podcast with anyone who loves this show and just (laughs) go back and forth at them. So there you are, David. (laughs) Gauntlet thrown down. Extended. Gauntlet. You know what? Dave's a podcaster now, so... It's just expository dialogue and badly shot scares compared to the first one, which had so many...
1: The first one,
0: no, I won't go into it. again. Yeah, how, how do you how seven.
1: do you fall from grace
0: on that level? You know? And then the next thing he did was the Midnight Club. I watched the first episode where he makes a point of doing jump scare after jump scare because that's what studio asked. I would
1: shit on the TV, but I they're, they're not good ones. Oh, okay.
0: You get the whole point is the point he's trying to make is you get numb to them and they stop being effective if you do too many of them. That's right. And he effectively illustrates that. But I just didn't give a fuck enough about those characters to continue past the first episode. So he's been burned. I should of. have stopped at the first episode of Bly Banner, but I kept kidding myself it would get better. It didn't. It sucks. Don't do it. That's a part of it, isn't it? If you, at our age, would
1: realize that you wasted X amount of hours on a show that they gave you nothing, you're like, ah, that's a chunk of my life now, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So, I get this,
0: These burn more than the movies that we'll, we'll shit on. Because the movies, the movies, movies there, are yeah. unlikely Length two and a half hours of your life. Some of this shit, like this show included, are more like 10 to 12 hours.
1: Yeah, and with movies, yes, you went out to see it sometimes. And then, you know, it's, yeah, I get it, I get it. But yeah, but that can
0: actually help it. Like, yeah, I paid money, this sucks, but hey, I got some popcorn and I had a nice drink and That's I got right. to sit back for a couple of hours and forget about the yeah, rest of the world. Yeah, you went out into the world. Whereas when you're at home, you're like, I got 43 other things I could be doing rather than exactly. this shit. Exactly, and one of them is jerking off. Mm-hmm. I get it. Well, in your case, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All righty, nice one. My number four is a 2017 show called Marvel's Inhumans.
0: Oh, I didn't even try on this show. i read My too many bad things. God.
1: All right, now listen up. This could have been good, and I'll tell you the one. The one reason is the budget that that, that happened here. This had Anson Mount in it, who actually reprised his role from this show in the latest Doctor Strange movie, which oh, was right. good. Iwan yeah, right. Rion, the bad guy from Game of Thrones, like the one, the other bad guy, the Ramsey bad guy. Oh, yeah, Ramsey Bolton. And then there's like some other folks in it. But here's what happens, right? <laughs> The source material, so i well have written, is that the idea behind this Inhumans so great, cast, yeah. right, is that it's not that they're pretty heroes like everyone else. What's weird about it is that they have unstable mutations which result in a variety of forms that are difficult to depict and the norm would have, like, a massive special effects. You need to have a massive special effects to, do, this story properly. to do the show, right? Yeah. As a, It had none and it's, like, it's almost like no one looked at the brief and said, hey, how much is this going to cost? Because... There's one character named Medusa who is probably the best of the characters and she's got long red hair that <laughs> is actually tensile. Like the actual hair can grow and grab people like an octopus, right?
0: It's not a snake.
1: No, it's not a snake. It, no, but it's like, but she's it's just not ha- snakes, uh. hair that can do shit. But it does a lot of shit. Like it grows and punches cunts and shit, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So, But it looks like shit.
1: Not only, here's the thing, Paul, they couldn't even afford to do it. Oh. She, her character gets nerfed immediately. Uh, literally in the first episode, they cut her hair. So they didn't have to do that that thing, and the whole show is
0: like that. And That's not comic accurate.
1: No, it's not, it literally makes her useless, right? And then so why I
0: have a show about Inhumans if they can't do their shit?
1: That's right. And what the most painful thing was, like, if you look at the special effects here, there's like a giant bulldog that just kind of—it's the most fucking uh, like Adobe After Effects looking fucking shot. <laughs> it's so shit. PlayStation Two. Oh bloody hell! It's the worst thing. And as a result, you've got like these actors like I reckon this 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 destroyed Ramsey's career because he's the bad guy in it. And he's forced to promote the show and saying the thing about this character is this, and Maximus is this kind of villain, and he actually would be a cool villain in the comics, but he is complete. It's just turned to shit here. And anyway, literally, I think I got two and a half episodes in, and I said it's not even that I'm not interested. This is now painful to watch. So it's like boom, it's gone. So there you go, Marvel's Marvel's Inhumans is inhumanly bad. Okay,
2: there fair you are. enough.
0: From one fancy show to another. My number four. It's a show just on the last year, and it was on my worst of the uh, list. And I think you're partially maybe more of a defender, and I'm, I'm literally right now in mid rewatch with my daughter watching it for the first time, the Lord of the Rings TV series on, oh. f- on 4K, which on the downside really shows up some of the special effects 20 years later. But on the upside, God, it's beautiful. It is. This is a beautiful show. Oh, it's so, I'm, I'm Wait. talking about talking Lord of the Rings trilogy. My number four is The Rings of Power. I liked it. I didn't didn't love it, but I
1: didn't mind that show. You really hated it, didn't you? Obviously.
0: This show, despite having a budget larger than the gross domestic product of many small nations around the world... To be fair, most of it was royalties. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, decided to make everything look prettier and clearer than what the original Jackson trilogy could manage 20 years ago, but forgot to populate this world with characters you give a shit about. Or put them in any genuinely interesting situation until way too late in the piece to make any fucking difference whatsoever. Instead, there's a young Galadriel who's a bit of a demanding bitch. No, not likable at all. Yeah, this before she.
1: But she's so hotball.
0: No. Sorry, regardless. <laughs> a boring as fuck elf falling for a human. Where, where have we seen that shit before? A whole storyline about a wizard and a group of halflings. That put me to sleep more times I could count. I will agree that part of it was shit. And then a bunch of dreary conversations between elves and dwarves. And this is the TV show you're delivering to me? Get fucked! All right, so
1: let's talk about this for a quick second now. The Galadriel thing I liked. Nope. The Halfwood things I did not like. Good. Um, the the fucking who's the who's the elf guy with the what's his name? I can't remember. I don't, like, know, I don't know his name. That motherfucker, like Hugh, boring guy. Yeah. Professor, <laughs> was it um Agent Smith guy? What's his name? Fucking oh. Hugh. Elrond. Elrond, yeah. So Elrond, I thought was good. He was an intellectual. It was so beautiful, I got there. But in the end, it was up against that motherfucking Game of Thrones show.
0: House of the Dragon. House
1: of the Dragon, which was far superior,
0: if not we have decided for. Nevertheless, when they finally remembered to show a battle or two on this fucking show, around about episode six or seven, they made the characters behave in such dumb fuck ways to create more of a narrative and continue the battle going, rather than just doing the fucking smart thing holding the high ground in the tower, which is impregnable. Let's blow it up and take some of them with us and then run to a village. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Whoever you are... And it's the elf. Whoever formulated this plan, you are a dickhead and deserve to die. And therein (laughs) is the major problem with this incredibly disappointing season, Wayne. Mm. It prioritized looks over substance, which coincidentally... Also, effectively serves as an explanation as to why you are still single. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I thought I might have seen that coming, and then when it turned up, it made me happier rather than sad. Can't explain it.
0: Well done. Sometimes, when you write your show notes, you write a joke in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, in this it's case. so fucking obvious.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and made me perhaps
1: explain why I like the show more than you. Okay, you know maybe,
0: maybe the
1: payoff is there. All right, uh, nice one. Well done. My number three is a show that makes me so angry Ooh. and has done for many years. Yeah, I've got one of those. That honest. I hate it. Mm. It's a reality show. Now, I Good. hate...
0: I'm glad we're representing reality TV. I hate reality shows.
1: I hate them all. I know Paul likes Survivor. I, I, saw. I like Survivor. But I've never watched, watched it, so
0: I'm willing to give you that.
1: This is a show called Pawn Stars.
0: <laughs> all right. And it's about. I've a- seen it late at night on TV. Fuck. I just <laughs> skip through it or turn Good. it off. Good.
1: Because it's about a fucking supposedly real pawn shop, which I'm sure exists in your mother's snatch or somewhere. But it's
0: like. When Wayne frames it like that, we need to be clear. <laughs> P A W N.
1: Yes. Pawn Stars. <laughs> so a pawn shop. And it's got like three crackers in it. They're all fat. And like, it's- oh, the whole show is. Someone comes in and they say, I think this item that I want to pawn is worth 5000 And they're like, yeah, no, I can do like 2000 tops. And then he's like, how about 4000 The highest I can go is two five. Well, that's okay. That's more than I came in with. And then there's always, hmm. I don't know, The item is always some obscure shit, like, here's a fucking dildo from Biblical Times or some shit, right? And one, if the guy who's there, the, the lead guy who's this bald dude who's very annoying when he's, he thinks he's funny, he's fucking an idiot, if he, <laughs> if he doesn't go... Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> and he's white. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Just checking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe there's a bit of jealousy there, who knows, right? But like, well, he's either an expert on this fucking obscure bag of dick shit, fucking horse shit, right? <laughs> Or he'll say, let me call a buddy of mine who's an expert on item, right? Like on whatever it is, right? And then some dickhead comes in and goes, well, yeah, the thing about this dildo from fucking (laughs) Jerusalem or some shit is this. And then he's like, it is so shit and so obviously scripted. And it's just, I know all reality TV is fake on some level to all levels, but what gives me the shits is just them trying to be funny, failing. And then there's, uh, they're really fat. They're really, really fat people. <laughs> all right, and that's fine. Do they
0: have that token hot chick who works in the store?
1: Not so. That's a different show called Hardcore Pawn or something, <laughs> which is much the same in <laughs> Once shit. Once
0: again, P A W N. Yeah,
1: actually, wait. There's no hot chick. There's just a chick. This is full of old cunts, fat cunts, and another fat cunt, and then a third or fourth fat cunt. No one can be thin apparently. So that's the. It's. It is the worst show. It makes me annoyed every single time. More for the trying to be funny and failing than anything else. So there you are. Porn stars is shit.
0: <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. My number, and I've got nothing to add because I've never seen that show. And well, don't, other than to skip through it, like I mentioned, late at night. My number three is a show which I got halfway through the first and only season because it's been canned in a very smart move by Disney. It's the ill advised and show that no one was asking for. The sequel to Willow.
1: Oh, how, I didn't see it.
0: Was it Shithouse? Oh, my God.
1: Let me ask you this, because I know that um, Warwick, what's it? Davis. Was in it. Yeah, is he, he still Willow? He's still
0: Willow, yep. So it's Willow, like, the yeah. new, the next generation. It, it, a straight sequel, 30 years, or whatever it is on. And Novel Kilmer, obviously. Novel Kilmer. The specter of Mad Mardigan yep. looms over the whole show. And okay. His daughter's in it, and Joanne Whaley... Kilmer, not not no, they're not married anymore. Joanne Whaley, oh, is is in the show very briefly in the first episode. So there's all that kind of shit going on. So they they tenuous, not tenuously, directly linked to the movie, and then they send them off in this quest. And it's hard to describe how unlikable <laughs> almost all these characters really? are. Like the baby from the film, you know. The, oh, he's grown up now. He's grown up now and doesn't know she has powers. So she works it out pretty quickly in the show and. Mad Mardigan's daughter is a complete nut of bitch and <laughs> Willow himself is a cantankerous prick of a character. Is he? Yeah, no one's likable other than weirdly enough, Lord Flashheart from the Spider-Man films plays the only half likable character in this entire fucking thing. Lord Flashheart? Flash uh, whatever is yeah, the guy. Oh Flash, the yeah. Flash Thompson. The yeah. The yeah, I was called Lord Flashheart. <laughs> Flashheart <brick> Mayo yeah. <laughs> Um, He's the only half-likable character. And they go off and do stupid shit repeatedly that puts several characters in like, This is so badly written. And it's terribly performed. Terribly performed. There was so much blocked. hype about this Oh, ball. God. They've canned it. They've officially canned it. We'll never get another season. I tapped out by episode five of eight. I want to say maybe ten. And my wife and daughter watched the rest of it and... They were enough into it to finish it, but I don't think anyone can lose any sleep the fact that it's gone and gone forever, and it should be buried, never to be resurrected. Because this show was only built on nostalgia, because people who like Willow, there's no one that can stand up and watch that, stand up having watched that film and say it's a brilliant film. It's not. It's just good for its time. Yeah, exactly. I remember I saw Willow in like year ten. It's not, even, it's not even good for its time. It's okay, and it was never better than okay. You want to yeah. watch a good film in the similar, the fucking Princess Bride shit's all over Willow. Exactly.
1: No, I remember that and I remember thinking that uh, yeah, you're right. And even like I would have thought that the Willow following is quite small even though it was popular. It wasn't as popular as the Goonies or something. So, you know what? A Princess Bride TV show
0: might work. Oh, who knows? Mm. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it would be more likely to work than Willow. Let's put it that way. Okay, fair enough. So that's my number three. Willow, do not bother because why would you waste the time because you don't even get into the story because there ain't no season two. Absolutely. Okay,
1: I remember, uh, since we were talking about, you know, Marvel shows, uh, I'm talking about a Marvel show from the previous iteration of Marvel, before this, uh, you know, Winter, Winter Soldier thing happened. I'm talking about Iron
0: Fist, which happened in 2017. I always my list, but I only watched two episodes and tapped out. I thought I couldn't really comment. I'll be honest with you, five episodes in I tapped no, That's out, enough. That's enough. Five of eight, ten, twelve? How many was it? I don't
1: know. Because <laughs> I left. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Makes sense.
1: But it's got Finn Jones from Game of Thrones. You know the other people are like Rosario Dawson, David Wenham. People, that, those are the people you might know. Jessica Henwick, maybe a little bit. But what happens is, okay, sh- folks. So this movie is sorry, show is about <laughs> is about um, Danny Rand, who is the Iron Fist. Which I could make a bunch of jokes about, but it's redundant. First
0: episode, first season, thirteen episodes. Second season, ten episodes.
1: Yeah, I did not get to even five. So. He resurfaces after a while, and he's got the power of Iron Fist, which again is not sexual. And this time, he has managed to survive this mysterious, what should have been a fatal plane crash. But when he comes back, the idea behind this entire show and this character is that the he's the best martial artist on the planet ever <coughs> from the beginning of time. And his gambit is he's got this Iron Fist, which turns iron, and he can bust people in the ass with it and shit like that, okay? Let me tell you, i got a fist that does that, and it ain't iron. So, <laughs> I wouldn't go the whole fist. Um, so... <laughs> Why it's a piece of shit. <laughs> Take note. You can piss me though. Oh! Alright, so, no. Um, unlike the other Marvel shows, it is... It well, look. Daredevil
0: was good. All those ones are really good. This one just misstepped and I'll tell you why. Daredevil was good. Luke Cage was okay. Luke Cage wasn't bad, man. What's the one with... Uh, Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones. Okay. That was okay because she was such an alcoholic it made it interesting. But Defenders was pretty poor. But that's basically this. So, well, it's got all of them in it. Yeah, but... so it was falling off a cliff, this whole... Started with well, Punisher, first season... Punisher's bad. good. ...bad. I think, though, they really stretched a thin premise wait no, And up that's up the big up. problem with all these series. I've never even watched Daredevil Season 3 for this reason. There's some really great stuff, but dear God, they stretch it out. You didn't see 3?
1: No. I can't remember if I did or not.
0: There you are. No, I'm just point, glad he's back. Now. And I guess I've lost interest in, in having to when do because so, yeah. this version of Daredevil is not the version we've had before. Yes. It's some slight variant, but not the same.
1: Yes. Uh, but this one here, so the reason that, and I, look, I, I believe there were a lot of production problems, including there was, the the showrunner his name is something Buck right not Uncle Scott Buck yeah Scott Buck (laughs) apparently he didn't even want to do this show and he's like just he just fucked it off and there's a lot of problems that's
0: always a great way to start when you can't be fucked doing a show I don't even
1: understand why they did it but again if the Inhumans thing happened with no budget then I'm sure they can start with a shitty showrunner but the thing that pissed me off from the moment it it happened Iron Fist turns up. He has one martial arts scene. This is the this is the first martial arts scene, which should have been, this motherfucker can kill anyone. He's taking out a bunch of security guards, <laughs> and it is crap. I could do better than this, and I swear to you, I could make a scene look better than this. He turns around slowly for a spinning back fist. He's doing some other bullshit where he's throwing... It looks like Steven Seagal a bit now. And so... <laughs> and I believe Finn, what's his name, Giants. said... Yeah, he actually said, look... I didn't actually get any training for this. Literally, I turned up on set and they said, do this move, then do that this move. That seems fucking smart. Not. But like, that's, and I actually don't want to blame him for this because I could see. It's no, not his you, fault.
0: Obviously, the showrunner is show yeah.
1: like, oh, don't give a shit. Don't even train him. Man, you need to train for fucking months before you do this show. And at least you'll learn how to sell it, if not learn how to do the actual move. But that's what happened. And it just made me pissed off for the whole show. Five seasons, five episodes, I'm out. It was all crap. And everyone shot on him, this poor guy. He went from Game of Thrones to this thing and, and then, I don't
0: know if I've seen him since and that was 2018. Oblivion. Same so. as
1: fucking Ramsey. I haven't seen his ass anymore.
0: Uh, so He's in a film, little film I downloaded a lot longer called Barbarians. Oh, I've heard of that. I haven't seen <laughs> it. No, it's not not Barbarian, oh. the horror movie Yeah, It's a different one altogether. Yeah, I see. All right. My number two, Wayne. G- gird your loins because Uh-oh. slash prepare Uh-oh. yourself Uh-oh. is season eight of Game... You can't say season oh, eight! I can. I you can't, can't say season eight! Oh, um, what a bitch! Doing this shit.
1: So one bad season cancels seven good ones.
0: Pretty much. Come on, look, I know, I know. Pretty much. But you can't think this. Is the worst show ever. I can say this is the worst season of but television. Well, that wasn't that the show. It's I've so, ever watched. So in that case, I could say yeah. Shit. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. This because no other show's done it so badly. No other show. There's never been a bigger fault from grace no, than season eight. That's my point. Eight. That's. And I wanted to say what was my worst experience watching, and it was this. Like. Watching in horror. The first couple of episodes, I was on board. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? It's only the last two episodes that fucked you in the No, rest. no, 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 no. Okay. So where it <laughs> fell for me, I will agree. There were some missteps along the way. I think I can't remember if it was season five. There was a lot of time spent with Arya in the in the fucking House of Many Faces, whatever the whole that shit was called.
1: Uh, it was, but it did early. It dragged a bit came. and blah blah <laughs> I blah. Agree,
0: I agree. It wasn't a perfect show, but it was very, very good. And even
1: I was on board all the way up to even halfway through season eight.
0: Well, it lost me when the big, big thing we've been building to the whole way through the course of this show, the evil in the north. On the other side of the wall, the dead are coming back to life, led by the White Walkers. They break through the wall for reasons that you can watch the show if you want to. This wall of ice has been there to protect the rest of the realms from them forever that was raised by Bran the Builder, whoever the fuck it was, yep, way back in the day. They have broken through. So this is thousands of years of law coming to pass. Yep. Seven seasons of television show seven years or eight years where it was at this point in time since the show started the three five books by this point that i'd read going back to 1999 so i had so much invested in this because as we know noted fat cunt and lazy prick <laughs> george <laughs> R R Martin has, yep. has not written a book in this series since 2011. Mm. 12 years have gone by and he's not been able to deliver a book. apparently he's 500 pages away george you're going to be fucking dead. He's not He's not delivering this thing. He's never he's going to do it. He thing. doesn't give a fuck. He's made all these millions and trillions and his kids and his grandkids, his great grandkids can go to any college they want to go to. Well done, George Martin. Stop lying to us and just acknowledge. I don't know what to do anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, back on this show. <laughs> One episode, they run rampage through the northern parts of Westeros. The next episode, they're defeated. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. I had zero... I'll tell you what,
1: all right? when Arya killed motherfucking the Night Flap with the, the catch and all that
0: shit, right? Forget the catch, right? Oh, God. The thing is, I was on board with that. That, that episode would was be great. fine if that's what happened after they had absolutely run Rampage for a season or three.
1: And I think that's the real problem here. You yes. had eight episodes
0: of fucking fuck all episodes yeah. to do that in and they, were, they needed at least another fucking seven at least another season and they rush because benioff and weiss inked a deal with star wars to do a trilogy which never came to fruition and they fucking sold themselves short this is this is like the worst possible way to my mind of being an artist you can sell out not a problem but don't sell out and then cheapen what you've done before yeah because you're doing yourself a disservice yes and what have benioff and weiss done ever since no, what have they been
1: involved in? Man, that year, they were supposed to go to Comic Con, like San Diego Comic Con, and they cancelled their, their own appearance because they knew they were going to get finger-banged by the entire yeah. audience.
0: Like, Imagine being on a panel and all these they
2: jumped, fucking nerve throwing get, shit at you.
0: They've done well for themselves. Full power. Well done. You know, you came to George Martin. He said, we can do this TV show, and you convinced him and got him on board. He's the executive producer, all the rest of it. Hats off to you two gentlemen. But why would you not just hand it over to someone hand-picked... To continue this I don't rather believe- than rushing it. Because you think you can do it better? You fuck this shit up. No, here's the thing though. I actually think that it's a bit more complex than that. If you're a
1: studio like HBO and you've got these guys and they say, listen, we're going to make it a short season, we're going to swing it, and they're going to say, hey, you nailed the last seven seasons. Why wouldn't I trust you? If they were to say, "Hey, actually, can you get these guys in who we know to write it?" They'll say, "No, we want you to finish it because no, you're the guys." No,
0: no, I disagree entirely. What? That's because HBO studio- would have said, "Give us as many seasons as we can humanly have yeah, at good this point, point in good time." Point, good point. Well, you want to end it now? Whoa, I'm not sure about that. No, 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 it has to be us. It has to be us that do, does this. We are the ones that have guided us far. And then the the studio went, "Yeah, you're okay. You did. All right. Sure. Fine." Well, you know what? Bam, they fucked this. They fucked it so hard. Not just about how quickly they killed off. In two episodes. Two fucking episodes. The threat that had been looming for seven seasons. But then they had the most ridiculous heel turn from one of the big characters ever. And some of the things... That's what killed it for some me. Some of the things have been built there. But worse still, fucking Cersei. Cersei and Jaime coming back. Oh my god, the endings to some of these characters are so bad. And it's almost like at the end of the end, Tyrion goes, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. He can be the king. Yay! Okay, th- these are the two worst things. Like I said, I'm up to it,
1: even up till Arya killed it. Because like that's how you... If you kill the Night King, they all drop. That's the way to end that in a short minute of time. Fine. Fucking Daenerys all of a sudden turning evil in 12 seconds. And then the, the wrap-up of... Let's make Brown the king. He's got the best story. He's got a shit story compared to
0: Tyrion. Tyrion is a much better... But it just felt like he was like, you know what, yeah, he'll do Like, Can we always fuck off and fuck some hookers now? But, exactly. But also, since when is the fucking you know criteria for being a king who's
1: got the best story? Asshole, that is the criteria for a fucking writer. It is not the writer for... It's just bullshit, okay? It's a so,
0: stank of off and Weiss not giving a fuck anymore and just seeing a paycheck on the horizon and rushing <laughs> off to do that. They phoned it in. They Absolutely, and that's why this is where it is for me. It's but the it's, s- yeah, look, I, look. Here is the thing: it's not look- the worst show; it's the worst season. It's the worst season of TV I think I've ever seen.
1: Okay, I think you missed the brief, but whatever.
0: No. <laughs> right? If we no, have what I watched, that was the worst TV show. It, it has colored this show. It will not be on my list next week. It will not because of this. Uh, look, and you are different. That's okay. No, but I do agree with that. Look, Here is the thing, right? If a truly great show,
1: like I've watched over and over, I've watched lots of things over and over. This one here, because of the bad season, you can't go back and revisit the other shit. I don't shit. watch things
0: over and over. There's too many good things, new things to... to. I mean, I will watch films, but again, not 8, 10, 12... Maybe one day, maybe 20 years from now. I've got them all on Blu-ray. I've watched Edward a couple last times. last couple ones, 4K. Do, do I have the, it, I don't even know if I bothered buying season out. I was so gutted. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Fair enough. That's my number two. Wayne, give us a recap, and then what is your number one? Okay, my
1: number eight was Velma. Seven, The Neighborhood. Six, Man with a Shit. Uh, Five, How I Met Your Father. Four, Marvels and Humans. Three, Poen Stars. Two was Iron Fist. And my number one is definitely the show that causes me pain, Paul. Mm -hmm. It's The Bachelor, and if you like The Bachelorette. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something. We just talked about how I hate reality TV. That's fine, all right? But here's an interesting twist on this, all right? I'm sure everyone knows what The Bachelor is. They get a dude in who's a winner, and he's probably rich, and he's good looking, and that's great, right? I love all those things, and I wish I was one of those things. (laughs) Then he gets like 30 women to come in, and they're all of varying, whatever, denominations, some would say looks, and so on. They're not all beautiful. That's fine. And then what happens is the absolute cringe fest, which makes... I can't watch it. And it's even one of those things that maybe occasionally I'll watch through my fingers because I'm like, uh, is it Car Crash TV? Yeah, it most definitely isn't. I can't is. do it. Watching women berate themselves and each other and humiliate themselves just to get the favor of this one guy who couldn't who give a fuck either way because he's a man. Um, he, <laughs> he doesn't really care. And then you got to marry him. And the thing, the, the thing that really gets me the shits is that once they see there's a ring, they're like, oh my god, we're going to get married on this show. Now I lost respect to every one of them. Yeah, isn't and this I'm all like,
0: based on that Chris O'Donnell film, The Bachelor?
1: If it is, great for The Bachelor if he gets royalties for writing that thing. Because that movie was a movie. It was a joke. This thing here is actual. But it has lives. that scene
0: where all these women dressed in bridal gowns are chasing him down the street. Yeah, I never. And that's actually... what reminds me of this of this TV show.
1: Right, but in a movie context, where you know someone wrote the script, that's fine. These women yeah, yeah. are representing no, no, themselves. No, I, get it. I get it. This is reality. Yeah, so it kills me that they do that. And I remember one episode of The Bachelor. Right, there's one woman that they obviously cast because she's insane. Right, like a lot of them.
0: There's always in a reality show someone. Who's a little bit left of center, shall Dude, we oh say? Oh
1: yeah, and and I understand that's probably a formula. In fact, I know it's a formula, right? But um, the, the opening, the the opening like uh, episode, the premiere or whatever, is the pilot is is not pilot, but he, he's standing there, and because successively women turn up in a limo and they get out mm-hmm. and they say hello, and she tries to flirt with him, and he's like, "Hi, how are you?" And one woman turned up, and she was already in a wedding dress, <laughs> and she comes in, and he goes, "Holy shit!" And to be honest with you, this was really amusing because she goes, "Hey." And jumps into his arms, wraps her legs around him. He's going, fucking hell. Well, that's certainly a way to make an impression. Dude, at the end of it, he's like, oh. And then as she walks away, finally, he looks at the camera going, Holy shit. And I'm sure the producer's pissing his pants, right? <laughs> then the <laughs> woman pants, goes, yeah. they, they kill the woman. And she sits down and she goes, maybe I shouldn't have worn the dress. And I'm like, yes, this is think- now the saddest thing I've ever fucking seen. So I just can't stand this show. And The Bachelorette is not quite as bad because the woman is hot and the men are always making fools of themselves for the woman anyway. But they're just being dudes and they're dickheads anyway.
0: And it's funny because men are stupid.
1: But when the women do it, I just can't stand it, Paul. <laughs> so there you go. The Bachelor... That's is Wayne's number, number one. one.
0: All right, my more. running down my list, eight. True Detective season two. So again, I'm not counting season one, which is before the life of the show, But and I haven't seen season three, so I did go season specific. Seven, Search Party, the latter seasons in particular, but season five. The oh. Falcon Winter Soldier, number six, the one and only season. The of Bly Manor, thankfully, at number five. Only one season. The Rings of Power, one season so far, they will be tortured by more to follow. <laughs> Willow at number three. No more for that shit. Game of Thrones season eight at number two. Crazy. And my number one. <laughs> With a bullet, yeah. When we came on to do this show, Wayne, The Walking Dead was at season six.
1: Again, you've missed the brief. You
0: lose to love this show. You can't just pick the yep. bad seasons. I picked season six through eleven, Wayne. Five fucking years. This of the is show. better than the last two episodes of Game of So okay, <laughs> fair That's enough. Not last two episodes, <laughs> the whole last season. Oh
1: man, last season. whole
0: last season. Holy shit! From a show that in season one was so brilliant. That's the only season I've seen. And if you didn't like that one, then oh, holy shit. And then gradually falls away. Still okay in season three and four and whatever. And then season six was the last even remotely half-decent one. And then in season... <laughs> end of 2015, into 2016, it ended with Negan bashing someone's head I in. I saw that scene just to, just to watch someone's it. Someone's head in and you were left a whole... Oh, who was it he killed? Oh my God, because I do deviate from the fucking source material sometimes. And they did. It was this one character. And then someone else jumped up and punched one of his his crew, and he was like, I have to kill someone. And so Then he killed the guy who he killed in the comics. We killed two people and the fucking show never looked back in a bad way. Was- it became the most painfully, badly constructed, here's a group of bad guys, here's a group of good guys, so many characters to keep track of and none of them acted like reasonably intelligent human beings. While the zombie threat was still petering around the edges. It just became human on human with zombies occasionally inc- inconveniently getting in the way. It was so shit. It was so badly constructed, so poorly written. No one could give a fuck. There was a brief moment it got back where the Whisperers came in and there was a one or two sudden yeah, like, oh my going. God. No, it's fucking just finished. Thank God. You watched everything? I watched it all until the second half of the last season where even I can only bring myself to watch 10 minute recaps. It was so <laughs> shit. Can I ask you, when there I'm- were 40-ish characters by the end in the last season, killed off like two. Yeah, I know that's your thing, but like, but this I- is a show <laughs> where early on they were offering people everywhere. Like, of all the original cast, who that's made what it, I mean. Like one person made it. Yeah, but I, and I, look, I I never watched it so I don't even know. But can I ask you this? The Negan scene where he fucks all the mm-hmm. two people up or whatever was that a good episode or not? That episode was fine, but then from there it's just like I didn't mind the fact they killed. I'm not want talking about sports. I don't yeah. mind the fact they killed Abraham and, and Glenn. That's yeah. fine. But then the Saviors are here, and the heroes got that and that here. It was so badly like even oriented. You didn't like nothing. Did made it go sense. past the comic? Like is it is it was any of this? Was it all like, as there for was the a comic? battle with the Saviors in the comic? From what I understand, I've not read them all. I I stopped at a certain point just because I couldn't find them anymore.
1: You know the biggest achievement of this show is is the the Robert who's the, who's Kirkman. the Kirkman right. He's like a multi-fucking almost billionaire with yeah. all of the offshoots that he's done with this thing. Yeah, more power than him, shows fucking hell. the
0: Walking Dead's fucking garbage and is on on my dishonorable mentions. Wouldn't I never know. even watched The World, The Walking Dead. What well, the fuck that one's called? One about teens in that world. See, that's it. And we've got two more TV series coming. Have you? Yeah, one with Negan and fucking Maggie and one with Daryl. And then there was another main character who lived from the first episode and she's like, I don't want to be on the show anymore. Fuck off. <laughs> she didn't want to be in it anymore. It's, yeah. how, it's got that shit. So it's just those two TV shows. Then they're talking about films or about characters who walked out of the show but didn't die. But there must be a market for it because like, it's well, so hard. Like who if, the fuck if is watching? Heroes at? is a thing. At least was that four seasons? Yeah, but that was back in network but TV this land. Eleven. Okay, but still, they started doing sixteen episodes a season in this show. So it's almost fucking network TV land. It's insane. It's insane to me. But and like, the, again, but and they, the quality they, suffers because because they, they, they take. Instead of doing eight episodes a season, which is what they should have done the first season was, six or eight episodes. Yeah. They started making it, oh, we got a juggernaut here, let's get all the more money we can. And I'm sure they all made money and they're all making it like bandits, but it fucking sucked into all the fan base. Everyone hates this fucking show. The, by uh, the end. But that's the thing though, right? These people cancel TV shows at the drop of a hat, yet they keep making these things, which means there's some Stop cunts out there watching, watching it. But people hate watching it. I read, most reviews I read online were like, this shit is fucking awful. They must be getting the clicks, bro. It's weird but it's they pulled weird. the pin at the end so I think they saw the eventually, finally saw the writing on the wall. So There you are. There we are. That's Alice. Quickly, Wayne, any dishonorable mentions that you yeah, can get to talk about today?
1: I didn't like Girls, that TV show. Never tried it, but I know what you're yeah, talking about. shit. Magnum P.I., the re- reboot <laughs> is is actually... Shock horror. A couple of things. They have the Ferrari, the old Ferrari, the 308. It's kind of cool, but uh, other than that, no, not really.
0: I mentioned Fear the Walking Dead. The other one for me, it's Killing Eve. First season, great. Second season, Absolutely fell off a cliff, and the concept of a of an obsession between a can't remember what she was CIA operative or FBI operative versus this international assassin. Once they shoot each other once, and get they're still obsessed with each other, it starts getting very stale, and that's what happened to this show. Okay, never saw it. Yeah, all right. That's Alice. What about yours? Wrap up every episode of this countdown, or if indeed any countdown, with your feedback on the topic at hand in a segment that we call the Pop Ten. Or Way wants to change to be listener feedback. <laughs> so here you go. Just for this month, we're doing this. Listener, listener feedback. Uh. <laughs> You just like it. The <laughs> Anytime there's you, any burpees. You read me
1: like a book, Brazilian. I was like, keep that
0: in. Don't hear that out. It's
1: funny as hell. Ah,
0: first of all, from Joy De Carlo from the So Is It Podcast. Great show. Do check them out. Said number three, Inhumans. Word. Number two, The Big Bang Theory.
1: Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Although I understand.
0: Number one, Lord of the Rings, Cole and The Rings of Power. Joel Zabara said number three, The Book of Boba Fett. And number two, mm. The Lazarus Project. <laughs> oh, man, that was all my best of last year. Damn, Joel hated that shit
1: Oh, okay, yeah, you get that And
0: number one, Black Lightning A show I never watched Me neither Number uh, three from Jesse Dixon At The Rings of Power Number two, Obi-Wan Kenobi
1: Yeah, good call I should have put that on my honorable mentions. And number
0: one, Hawkeye Fucking hell (laughs) Mina Harker, aka Dan And patrons of the show Said number three Hot takes incoming, by the way White Lotus Not watch that show
1: Oh, yeah, I've only heard of that one
0: Number two, Yellow Jackets (laughs) Damn. Shit, I should have put that on here. Fuck that off. That was a piece of shit. Fuck <laughs> off. Wait. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck off, Dan. You can, I wish you can I put it on shit. there. Son of a And amazing. number one, Euphoria, which is a show, again, I've never watched, but uh, he said, Misery isn't a personality. Damn.
1: Really? My my mm. niece really likes that. Uh, Euphoria. Euphoria, yeah. Okay. And apparently Sydney Sweeney is attractive.
0: <laughs> Mary Clement Hill said, number three, The Defenders. Number two, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number one, Moon Knight. Yeah, Yeah. a lot lot of of consternation. And she said, Marvel can do better. I agree, they fucking well can. Smiley Samani, mate to us said, going for more recent trash, number three, The Rings of Power. Number two, Willow. Number one, The Book of Boba Fett. Wow, shit. That's some firing, some shots right there. And uh, this one here comes from Ash Bruff, who said, Thrill me. Disney TV (laughs) Star Wars, anything drops, Mike. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wayne, what have you got to say to your cousin? Motherfucker, please. <laughs> Old Mando was good, shit.
1: Andro was good. Anyway.
0: It, yeah, he's including Mandalorian in that shit. Ooh, damn. Okay, Andrew Watson said, number three, Mrs. Brown's boys. My parents find it hilarious, but whenever I've seen it, it seems to amount to toilet humor. It's it's for a specific generation which I, I imagine you are not in. <laughs> good. Number two, Jipper's legacy. Lots of build-up too. Absolutely nothing. I see. At number one, Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, emphasis on the colon. Oh, sorry, Penny Dreadful colon, City of, Am- of Angels, emphasis on the colon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nathan Lane does his best, but Natalie Dormer is not talented enough to play every part. Oof. <laughs> Take that. John Lander, patron of the show, said, Girls, try to watch an episode, but just so bad. So very bad, And it doesn't help the show that the lead showrunner or whatever is a miserable person. Almost Ezra Miller. Miserable. <laughs> number two, Obi-Wan, had high hopes and a great trial, but then they gave us that. Nope. And number one, The Flash, season one, great. The Reverse Flash reveal was well done, but then the rest of the seasons are just mailed in. Even they bring in some greats like Mark Hamill and Danny Trejo, it's just awful. Mm. Jake Humphrey said, "I'm going to go rogue and just talk about one show that is reality TV at its best, or maybe worst. I don't know." My wife watches a show called Married at First Sight, and it is everything you hope and fear. It is the room levels of so bad it's good entertainment at times. The amount of I actually agree what the fuck was anyone involved in this? thinking moments is enough to make your head spin.
1: It's better than The Bachelor because you don't feel bad for any of the idiots on the show. Right, That's what I'm saying.
0: Watch the first episode or two to get a feel for the couples that are. And then I remind you, meeting a person they are legally marrying. That blows my mind that it's legally marrying. Okay. Fast forward the rest of the season to watch The Trainwreck. You'll thank slash hate me later. There you are, Jake. Thank you. Yep. Agreed. For that one. Last couple then to round it out. George Conway's Last of Us. Oh, oh shit! Start off so strong then became every other goddamn zombie show movie trope ever.
1: Wow, hot take.
0: Higher at, at three, because even though I'm as straight as a razor, I'd still make babies with Pedro. <laughs> 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 number two, Lord of the Rings, the sphincter of Power, ate all the asses. Yes, mm-hmm. it did, and that's thematically appropriate. And number one, anything Star Wars has come out recently has so many potholes it would sink the Titanic before it even left. Save us all the trouble, and it actually accomplished something good. Same goes for the new movies, but I digress. Once again, look at that. Ooh. David Powell, mentioned him earlier in the show, co-host of We Watch The Thing podcast, and patron extraordinaire, top-level patron of the show. Here's his three, How I Met Your Father, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Not all the show's fault there were mitigating factors around the production. However, the treatment of Sharon Carter's character alone makes this worthy of inclusion. Agreed. And God's favorite idiot, Lisa McCarthy and Ben Falcone, Enough said. Bloody hell, I haven't even heard of that. It was on Netflix and I'm <laughs> glad I avoided it. The Pint, okay, aka John, so this is a pop culture podcast, said, I tapped out 10 minutes into the new Night Court. Oh, man, I used to love Night Court. I didn't even know they rebooted it. So there you go. Yeah, one yeah. division, two MCU characters I could care about in a super gimmicky show. I did not and do not get the love at all. And lastly, whew, Star Wars getting an absolute fucking fuck? rogering today. The Book of Boba Fett was so disinterested they had to make 2.5 episodes about another character. To pad the episode count. Fair enough. I mean, look, that that's wrong for that reason, but I still liked it. And Chris Yee, another patron extraordinaire of the show, said, Inhumans, too hot to handle, and Hype House, the last one of which I do not know what it is, but it must be fucking terrible. Me neither. Paul, before you jump
1: out, mm. I just want to say something to the folks out here. I know we don't usually do this, but recently Kevin Smith did this thing with people. It's a, it's a YouTube clip. Just Google Kevin Smith people. Mm. And he goes on for about half an hour on a mental breakdown that he recently had. And it is the most, I'm only saying this because if it helps anyone out there, oh, okay. it is the most kind of amazing, like very open your soul, very soul kind of thing that talks about this thing that he went through and why he smoked weed for so many years and all this stuff and why he's off it now. And it's really, if you've ever struggled before with codependency or things like that, it is well worth your time. Just take a look at it. I'm just, this is my p- PSA. It's very touching and very good. So, yeah.
0: There you go. All right. Wayne's PSA. Don't get that very often on the show, but uh, we're wrapping up the first episode of the month long celebration of eight years with that bad. Oh, good thing, sounds like actually. It's a uh, cleansing. I was going to say bad boy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you, Wayne. How do the good folk get in touch with us with their feedback on the topic at hand or indeed anything else countdown related? Google
1: the Countdown Podcast, get all our socials, visit our, our website, thecountdownpodcast.com, or send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at thecountdownpodcastgmail.com.
0: We're on Twitter at the Countdown PC. Like and follow the show through Podbeam, where we host. And check out the Facebook List Community links in the show notes. To get involved in all these discussions and the feedback that we've given today. Thank you so much for joining us for this first part. Of this celebration of the show, and for eight being with us on this journey through eight years, you are all amazing individuals, and we, we love you much. Greatly appreciate you. That's it, right? That's it. My name is Paul. Oh my wait, next week. Yep, yeah, I think oh. we already said it. Best TV shows of best, the last, best
1: eight TV shows, eight
0: years. Okay, that that is it. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne, and this has been the Soundboard. All of your arguments are like my asshole, man. Game of Thrones Season eight suck balls. We'll catch you next time. Bye. See you.